Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan, your host. We have another great week. And the final uh, segment of our Domainer success story uh, series that we've been doing, which we've been talking to a number of different domainers, some that have been established in the business for a while and some that are fairly new, and talking about their strategies and uh basically uh, resulting in um, it's uh, uh, the, the conclusion that it's not too late to get into the game, uh, even the folks that have been uh, just getting into the game in the last couple of years. Uh, tonight we're going to interview John Burden, uh, who is a domainer, has uh, about 500 or 600 domain names, and uh, we're going to listen to his story about how he got into the business, what's made him successful, what he's learned from his uh, previous business experience to make him a successful domainer. And uh, we'll talk to him for about half an hour or, 20 or 40 minutes. And then we're going to have on John Grosshandler from Ecom Expo. That's right. There's another virtual conference coming up, um, almost the same time that traffic's coming up. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, Ecom Expo, its, its success, how you can access the trade show from your computer, and uh, discuss uh, and talk about and, and market and network with all the vendors and other attendees of the conference. And so we'll have him on at the last half of the show. We're going to break for a couple commercials and be right back on with John Burden. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Load it with WebmasterRadio.fm and play with us all day long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. AdTech New York. AdTech New York. The number one event for interactive marketing takes place November 6th through 8th. AdTech New York will feature groundbreaking sessions, hands-on technology showcase, advanced networking opportunities, and as always, hot, hot sizzling parties. Hear the speakers, meet the exhibitors, and be part of tomorrow's buzz in today's digital world. From the alley to the avenue, it's AdTech New York, November 6th through the 8th. For more information, go to ad-tech.com. Ad-tech.com. 
attend the public relations event of the year, the 2006 PRSA International Conference, benchmarking your public relations strategies with the best. Conference registration gets you insider access to dynamic speakers and unparalleled strategies and networking events. Register at PRSA.org to receive a $100 early bird discount off your registration. Qualified non-members will receive a bonus one-year PRSA membership. Visit PRSA.org for details. WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the 2006 PRSA International Conference. A row by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Learning how to monetize your domains. Zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod. Zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone. Zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath. Well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Domain Masters. And you're still master of your domain. Yes. <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. Master of my domain. And I'm going to be the master of several thousand domain names in a couple weeks. As you heard on a commercial, we are hosting the world's largest live domain auction, uh, a follow-up from our Las Vegas romp and stomp of domain sales, where we sold $2.1 million worth of domain names in three hours. Uh, the goal of this sh- uh, show at Traffic East in Hollywood, Florida on the 27th is to sell more than $5 million worth of domain names, and boy, what a list we have. Uh, more information will be coming out on our website in the next week, and uh, of course, if you're not a member or registered uh, uh, for the Traffic East Conference, go to targetedtraffic.com and go sign up. You won't, won't want to miss it. The networking event alone, the, the, the rubbing elbows with all the other domainers and industry folks, and of course the domain auction will make it well worth every dollar that you spent. Uh, as I mentioned before, my first guest, uh, who is a fairly new domainer, is John Burden. In, nine, in 2003, John started buying and developing domain names as a side product project. And in late 2004, he sold his primary business, a small commodity brokerage, and started developing and monetizing websites full-time. John, welcome to Domain Masters. Oh, thank you. And uh, I understand that um, that uh, you have about 500 domain names currently. Is that correct? I have uh, 580 domains parked and about another 40 domains that have been developed. Great. So give me a little background about uh, your commodity brokerage slash moving into the Internet uh, when you saw the future of the domain portfolios or the domain names you bought back then. Well, we uh, we started at a – I was working as a uh, – computer technician at a commodity brokerage in town. And uh, 
I did a website for him and mine, and uh, things progressed, and I decided, you know, to go out on my own. And uh, my wife was still working at that brokerage. I set up a website for her, and uh, lo and behold, <laughs> within about two months, she was bringing in more leads by herself through that website than the entire brokerage was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. So that we showed you kind of, a, <laughs> kind of a fluke. Yeah, and uh, we I found a good spot. Got a, you know, and um, so within about six months, we decided to open our own. We with another broker, we opened another. We opened our own brokerage, employed at the you know at about five people, and um, including myself, I was and um, that ran pretty well for about four years, and. Um, Everybody, you know, it's a hard business, and there's a lot of, uh, you need a lot of turnover. And uh, so we, everybody just decided to go their own way, and we sold the business. And um, I was doing domains, uh, and I just kept doing them. So so what was the very first domain name that you registered, and why? The very first domain name I registered was uh, futuresguide.com, and that was for, uh, on my own. I registered that for my wife, set up a website, and um, just, you know, rolled with it from there. I think we registered about uh, six domains at the time, and um, we registered Futures Guide, Market Hotline, uh, GPFO.com, which was, you know, our brokerage name was Grants Pass Futures and Options, and um, I don't remember what else, uh, FuturesInvesting.com and a couple others, and um, I think we got FuturesQuotes.com. And um, so some great, what, some great financial-based domain names, obviously. Yes. Now, now and, were they and, driving leads to your business? Uh, I mean, yes. were, were people actually naturally typing in those domain names? You were picking up leads. You felt it was worthwhile because of that. Right. Yeah. And uh, we didn't do any type of. This was 1998. 98. We weren't running any type of advertisements. We were actually. Uh, I wrote a program to uh, scrape some uh, financial data, and we were providing end-of-day quotes free of charge. Which we still do, and um, you know it, the traffic just kind of picked up and boomed, you know. And uh, so I assume that's when the light bulb went off that you better uh, you better get into it. Not actually, I was I'm kind of a slow learner, <laughs> and I, I I kept working with uh, uh, the brokerage. Our business had kind of slacked off after 9/11, and um, uh, I was I think I was in a in a uh, an auction for commoditybrokerage.com, and we were trying to, trying to you know decide whether we we're going to go on and go forward or whatever. And I was in this auction, and at the last minute, I somebody outbid me, and there was no extension. This was a pool at the time; there were no extensions, and they won the uh, the auction. And I was kicking myself later that day because I re- you know I, just to type in traffic from that domain would have been worth a lot of money to us. And um, so at that time, I took a, a really serious look at what we had mm-hmm. and the traffic that we had and uh, uh, started buying a couple of domains. You know, I, I bought, didn't really know what I was doing. I bought uh, paintballclassifieds.com, put it up, started getting a few tra- Didn't really know how to monetize it and uh, was talking to a friend. The guy offered to buy it from me. I, I said, okay, fine. You know, I sold it to him. He was a friend. I sold it to him fairly cheap. Um, and 
you know, he got he he kept it for about three months. Uh, got upset about it because of you know he couldn't make any money on it, and he wanted me to buy it back from him. And I said, well, look, before I do that, let's just try one thing. Google AdSense had just come out. We put Google AdSense up on there, and um, he was making twenty five hundred bucks a month within about four. I mean, the first month he made like twenty five hundred dollars, uh, and he was shocked. I was shocked. I immediately raised his hosting fees. <laughs> oh, geez. And, uh, and uh, you know, we and I, I thought, well, you know, so I, I registered several other similar domains and uh, started putting websites <coughs> on them and then uh, started uh, looking at other ways to monetize the domains, got into it, found a partner uh, that was back east. We were talking about it. We both put in a lot of money. We bought some domains that didn't go anywhere. And um, I mean, it was just dumb luck that we the success I had at that, at that up to that point. I wasn't using any type of uh, methodology. I was just you know red, registered for names. And um, so we went through pool. And I I spent. I think the first name we bought together together, together was autocollector.com. That's a nice name. We paid about twenty five hundred bucks for it, and uh, you know it just did not monetize well for us. You know I just parked it and. Uh, so we got to thinking. We we thought up a business model and stuff like that. We went on and went on, and be, we both realized that we had a whole lot of domains that weren't doing anything, that weren't really making any type of uh, uh, return for us. And uh, so we sold off what we could. I put websites on some other st- on some of the other ones, and uh, got traffic to them. And as did some search engine optimization, and as they Came up, we're getting traffic and making a little bit of money on that. I was able to sell them um, for uh, about a year's income and make up back most of our money. And then we, I, I looked at it and I said, okay, why are these names making money? And then somebody told me about the overture numbers. You know, I went, I think I learned that on either DN form or Domain State, and I started, uh, you know, going to the appraisal threads and watching what people were doing and realized that. For you know, a, a domain, a brand, a brand name domain. A domain is a brand, and as that, that's fine. But you have to promote it as a brand. And if you're looking for domains to get traffic, you've got to find some way to select the domains that are going to have type in traffic. Right. And and uh, uh, so uh, that's what I started doing. I started using Overture. Started using Google. Uh, looked at uh, you know the the bid rates that people were paying for uh, per click to decide where I was going to invest my money. Uh, tried to find a couple of niche kits, and, uh, you know, there we are. And um, so I don't buy a lot of domains anymore. Um, I uh, so, so you have you have your portfolio right now. It seems to be performing. You're you're now you're doing this full time as a domainer, or you still have your no? You I still... do it full. I do it full time. What I what I've done is I've set up a bit. I basically I've set up a business plan for myself, which is what we should have done in the first place, a real business plan. And it's it's nothing elaborate, but basically what it is is it has a set of uh, goals at the top and a bullet point list of tasks that we have to perform at the bottom. And uh, I have a budget. And when I say I don't buy a lot of domains anymore, I mean I don't go out and buy a lot of. I mean I was registering you know, uh, a bunch of silly domains, like a lot of people do, that weren't 
of any value at all, you know. And, and I remember one time I posted, I asked somebody, well, what do you think of this name? And they said, it's worthless. I wouldn't give you a rugby for it. And it, it made me mad. I well, why not? <laughs> and and then somebody said, look, if a domain is still available, this is, this is you know, uh, 2004 or whatever it is, if uh, a domain is still available, it's not worth you better You better ask yourself why. Yeah. You know, and um, I've taken that to heart. <laughs> so I purchase domains that, I try to purchase domains that have value. And, you know, I, I shop every day, and I look for domains that are good deals. And uh, those, are, those are what I try to purchase. Well, that's great. So, um, so you, you you apparently spent what uh, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on domain names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think but, I. But you're a full time domainer, making a living on your domains currently, correct? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't make a fortune on my domains uh, as of yet. You know what I mean? I make enough money to reinvest every month. Um, I pay all the all the. I don't. It doesn't cost me. All my domains pay for themselves. I have several domains that don't make any money, but I have them for a reason. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I make money. At the end of the month, I'm in the green every month, you know, and I put that money aside and I, and I reinvest it. Uh, I'm not dipping into my savings uh, or anything like that to buy domains. I'll occasionally uh, take, mu- take funds out of the company bank account to purchase a domain, but, you know, uh, it's you're buying an asset at that point, and uh, those those funds either go back or, uh, you know, uh, the company owns a domain, so it's okay. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. Uh, that's, so, the, that's the thing. When I say budget, I mean budget. You know, I have a note right here on my desk that says, "Don't don't back order any domains without overture numbers," just as a reminder to myself. Because so. so, so the one, the one thing that I think people would be interested in hearing, because a lot of people don't do this for themselves. I mean, we did it, or I did it, because I started a business means, but you started playing around with the means. But you mentioned something that was very important. That was uh, you, you developed a business plan for yourself. Right. Perhaps you can walk through some of the basic steps for people um, to, to, to put that kind of a plan together, some, because there's, the majority of people fly by the seat of their pants. You know, they're, yes. they're, they're buying domain names. They're, doing, they're making some of the same mistakes you did in, early on. Um, right. But when you get really focused, you know, like we did as a company, if you get really focused on what you want to do, what you want to try and accomplish, set your goals and objectives right, then, then that's amazing because you accomplish them um, right. for the most part. And so how did you rein yourself in uh, being in the commodities business and then, and then really got focused around the domain industry? What are the, like, the top three or four things that someone really needs to do to get focused and create this business plan so that they can get even more successful and maybe break away from their career and do what you're doing? Well, if any any business plan starts uh with a realistic a realistic set of goals i mean this has to be something that you want to do uh if you're buying domains for your business uh then you're going to you're looking for domains for your business you know what i mean start there that's your business if you're looking for domains uh as a business in of themselves for yourself uh you're going to make a living you know either developing or selling domains then choose. You know what I mean? You're going to set up a business plan. You've got domains that you're going to buy for traffic, and you're going to park them, and that's all you're going to do, and maybe develop a few. Or you're going to buy domains uh, that, for some reason, for some purpose, either search engine optimization or uh, as a brand, 
or you just like the way it, it sounds, you're going to park it and sell it, or you're going to develop it and make a business out of it. And, uh, uh, I mean, so there's your business plan right there. What am I going to do? Why do I want to do? Why do I want to be involved with a domain name? And then, you know, set yourself a realist. I mean, in five years, am I going to be, uh, you know, working by myself every day, or am I going to have a company, or am I going to be phoning it in, you know? And um, a business plan is, is, is nothing more than a set of goals and a set of rules to follow. I mean, I don't know how to, how to make it. I don't. I never write an, uh, uh, a uh, extensive business plan. I mean, basically, you've got uh, a set of goals, a set of rules, and you got a budget. And don't go over your budget. And uh, work as hard as you can to reach your goals. And that's uh, that's. But use your common sense. So research. Yeah, research. You know? So so what? Give give us an idea of what your typical day is today um, as a domainer. Okay, I get up, I read my email just like everybody else. And then I'll pop over and I'll check to see how much money I made on my parking. You know, I'll check my parking stats. I'll look at my, I'll go to Snap Names and I'll start, I, I use domaintools.com. And, uh, and, and I have, you know, I, I use this, everybody uses the same drops. I mean, you got Snap Names, you got Pool, and you got uh, Enum, uh, Club Drop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Domain tools lets me. Well, you got GoDaddy now too. Domain tools lets me search uh, domains that are for sale, uh, domains that are you know going to come up for auction. And so, if I'm looking for a particular thing, I usually start my day at Domain Tools. Um, I have a list of domains that I want to buy, and then I'm monitoring and I'm I'm either uh, negotiating for them or trying to trade a service for them or trying to get enough money to buy them. And I have uh, uh, a set of uh, keywords that I use to search for domains. I, I basically, my criteria for uh, purchasing a domain is how old is it, how many words is it, and what type of uh, overture number does it have. If it's got an overture number and it's never had a domain on it, just been parked or it's you know uh, not resolved in a couple of years and it's got an overture number, you pretty much bet that's going to be a decent domain to buy. And then I'll back order it, and I'll decide how much money am I going to spend on this thing. And um, you know, uh, it's hard because the competition is stiff. Right. So you you know, you have to. Uh, can, you, can you share? Can you share what your like uh, your 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 budget is? Uh, a daily budget, a monthly budget. How are you how are you monitoring your budget versus your spend? And and are you are you hitting those budget um, restrictions, or you are finding yourself going over or under? I'm always bumping up against it, and if I do, I just stop spending. So you you've drawn the line, you snap the line. If you're at your budget, you just stop. And so you're following your your rules. You're not breaking your rules, and and it's still working out to be successful for you, right? Yes. Yeah. I think if you go, you know, I've I've gotten myself in the trouble where I've uh, in the past where I've had to turn around and sell a domain that I've got that's make and you know there's a sell a domain that I have that's making money or making traffic turn over quickly. Uh, take less money than what uh, it's worth in the long term, so I can, uh, you know, cover Re-invest. my. Yeah, well, I can. You know, so if you get in trouble, you've that. That's what I've done to cover myself. You know, um, I try not to do that. I try to keep. Okay, I'm not going to buy. If I can't buy it, I can't buy it. I'll wait till next month, and uh, I'll, I, I'll shop for deals. Uh, sometimes you miss out and you're kicking yourself. Sometimes you get. You know, you're dancing. <laughs> you know, you, you just can't believe the deal, great deal that you got. 
And um, uh, that's just, you know, it's just the way it goes. I mean, it's an up-and-down thing every single day. Right. And uh, uh, you just have to look every day. You have to be sharp. You have to be, you know, you're looking. There's a lot of people looking. So, and uh, don't go over your budget. And because if you do, I, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've seen people who have hundreds and even thousands of domains uh, who are borrowing money to pay for the registration fees. And, uh, you know, that's just not good. That's not a way to uh, run a business. Right. And in that situation where you have to quickly sell, do you have a network of folks that you can call on right away that would just take it off your hands? Are you using the forums to... Uh... Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I uh, the last time I did that, I had a domain. Um, it had, you know, and I told it on, I think the fastest place to sell a domain in a hurry, if it's a quality domain, is like uh, one of the forums. I don't know if I should say a name or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you can. Well, I, domain state for me is that you got serious people there who are um, there to buy and sell domains and 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 deal with it all day long. I mean, they're doing the same thing I am. And uh, you know, if I put up a domain there with traffic and I've got the stats and there's somebody there who will buy it for, you know what I mean? The price is negotiable, but they'll buy it. And uh, of course, that, that if you got a bunch of crappy domains, you, you're going to have a hard time, you know. Right. And uh, are you, but you see it all the time. I mean, if you go to the forums, you'll see, you know, guys listing what they call premium domains. They're three word infos, two word infos, or whatever, you know. And they've got uh, uh, 150 domains in a list, and most of them, you know, they're just completely worthless. They're asking, you know. Silly prices for domains, and uh, there are still other extensions of you know what I mean. Other yeah. uh, those those domains are available in other extensions, and so those those are the type of things that you have to take into consideration. And uh, you know the the key is a generic. Uh, if you want type in traffic, you don't have to have a .dot com. .dot nets are good. .dot uh, us is my other favorite, and um, they, they work. You know. So, and if you're 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 looking at a brand, you don't have to have a .com. If I have a couple of domains where the .com is owned by uh, Marchex or Ultimate Search, and uh, I was able, to, I've got the .net. I know I'm sending them traffic, but I'm you know the .net's still valuable and it still works for me. You know. Right. Right. Well, I, as uh, a lot of people know, we uh, we sold quite a few .net names. They're actually raising in value a bit. Um, and right. uh, sold uh, sold the largest .NET name ever for four hundred fifty thousand dollars at the last live domain auction, uh, which was sex.net. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good uh, pretty good network. Right, yeah. and just and just so everybody knows who's listening, um, .NETs are pretty good names if the .com is successful on the same name. So if there is a if there's a successful .com name on the other end and the .NET is um, is open, it's a good strategic registration uh, for people to buy. The reason why is that a lot of Europeans don't type in .com. They type in .net and some of the other extensions naturally uh, when they're trying to go places. And also .net is the number one uh, extension for DNS servers. And uh, so like Microsoft, even though Microsoft.com is the key website, all their name servers are on .net servers and not .net technology servers. I mean .net-based DNS servers off the domain name .net, Microsoft.net. Um, Citrix, all the major infrastructure companies are using servers, DNS servers that are .NET based. So 
um, that creates a lot of natural type in traffic uh, that is not usually a thought of for .NET names, by the way. Right. So that's why .NETs are, um, you know, are, are a little bit more popular now and starting to gain in popularity because of their availability. And they used to be number two to .com. Um, and so there's still some great opportunities in the .NET uh, registrations. Not only that, but I think Americans are still um, are still more familiar with the .NET than they are .US. That's just my my personal opinion. Americans are what? Americans are more familiar with the .NET than they are the .US. Oh, def- definitely, because um, .NET really um, .NET .com and .org were created as the U.S. based commerce network and organizational type extensions. They, are, they were U.S. created extensions. So really, our extension is really .com as yeah. the U.S. based extension. And then, of course, the country code .us is floundering behind uh, currently, but gaining in strength because of availability issues and, and because new and new businesses, hundreds and thousands of new businesses are getting online every day and they need an extension and a lot of availability in, of the other extensions and .us being one of them, especially if you're only doing business in, in the .us. And if you're if you're if you're looking for domains as an investment for the future, I think the .us is a good deal right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and uh, and so are some of the newer extensions. .info has been very successful uh, due to very aggressive pricing um, and price specials. We have a price special on it right now, and of course the launch of .mobi happened today, and uh, with a unique application for mobile phones and mobile devices, uh, it's actually uh, uh, has a great future as well. It's something I I feel that's going to be a very strong domain name in the future as well. Well, I think so, I think I think it's mixed on that, but we'll see how it go, goes. I mean, yeah, I think it would have been better if they just made it .dot m. Uh, well, they actually tried to make it .dot m, um, but the um, IANA uh, does not allow single letter domain names to be active on the market, um, except for a handful that got pre-approved back in the early '90s, and so they weren't able to get um, m approved, unfortunately, um, but. The future is bright on some of the single-letter uh, domains in the future as soon as they get some of the technology uh, questions answered. Um, we have a customer that owns i.net and, you know, some other single-letter domain, na- single domain names, and they're very unique and very rare. There's only been four or five of them ever approved. So yeah. that's, that's the reason. So what was your spend in the month of September on domain names, just, uh, just to get a gauge of what, your, uh, you, know, what you spent on domains? Oh, let's see. Um, I spent uh, about eight thousand dollars. And um, how? Since we've gone through the month of uh, September and we're into halfway into October, have they? What, what, how many domain names did that in, encompass? And what? How many of those would you say were good buys and that they're paying for themselves? And how many weren't? Let's see. I I, I only got about four names for that amount for that that okay. uh, amount. And uh, one was a .NET. Uh, the other was a dot com, um, and uh, was this all in the drop? Was this in the aftermarket? You negotiated. They were all names were for I sale. Bought, I bought. I bought one uh, on the aftermarket at uh, Buy Domains. Um, I bought the rest were all drops. I bought one. Well, the, all at one. one. The other one was a private party uh, sale. Um, I got a good deal from a, a large domain guy, and. Um, uh, so that's they. I think they're. I think they're all valuable names. They're all doing okay. They're not making me a million dollars, but uh, I bought them with the long-term goal in mind. And uh, one of them I wanted for quite a while, and uh, the other one I'd actually leased it for a couple of months so I could tie it up. 
until I had the money to pay for it. And uh, so uh, that's what I did. And I got a, I actually sold a domain, uh, Commerce Guard, and I used that money to uh, uh, go over my budget, to boost my budget and buy the uh, extra domains. Great. So and, as we wind up uh, a little bit about you, just um, just from your perspective, you know, maybe uh, just go over a couple things that you really learned the hard way that uh, that that really will save people some time on getting started and being successful in the industry. When you're uh, just starting out, don't the number one rule is, you know, don't buy uh, silly domains. If they don't make sense to you when you say them, nobody's going to ever type them in. You don't need to buy a domain to get search engine optimization. You can do that with any domain. Um, when you're, uh, I'm a little nervous. I got some talking points here, but no, um, that's okay. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned to set a budget and stick to it. Yes. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, research what you're doing. You know, I mean, don't just jump into don't jump into it. Look at what you're doing, and be careful. Uh, talk to people. People at Domain State uh, are very friendly. They'll they'll help you out. And uh, use some common sense. Um, if it doesn't, you know, find out what an overture, what what overture is, how to use it. Uh, when you're buying a domain, ask yourself why is it available? Is this a drop? Is it, you know, you buying it from a private party? Is it, if it's just, you know, a domain that nobody's registered yet? Ask yourself why, and don't buy it unless it fits your business plan. And. Uh, uh, you know that that's really about it. I mean, watch your budget. That's that's the most important thing I can say is just watch your budget, because those domains come come up every year, and if you've got, uh, you know, even just 200 domains at uh, the end of the year that you've got to re- renew, and you end up holding those domains for say three years, by the end of that three years, you spent maybe uh, 800 bucks or something like that, and that's just money that that's been wasted. You could have you know, go ahead, bust out the credit card if you don't have any cash, and and research a name and go out. You're better off going out and buying a, a domain and spending five thousand dollars on a good domain, as opposed to spending uh, three thousand dollars or four thousand dollars on a bunch of different domains that really aren't going to do you any good, aren't going to make you any money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're writing, when you're doing your business plan, you do what you know. What is your goal? What are you going to do? What are you going to use these names for? You have to have an idea. You have to know what you're going to do before you do it. And uh, don't be afraid to spend the money. Um, you know, seize the day, but just make sure you're, you know, you've got a tight grip and you know what you're, gra- you're, you're, you're holding on to. Uh, because, you know, in, in the end run, if you, if you don't, you're better off taking that money and going to Las Vegas and having a good weekend. Or something like or going to the beach or going to the river or just taking a, a two-week vacation someplace. Because, uh, you know, uh, if you've got 500 domain names or 1,000 domain names and uh, they're not making you any money and, uh, you know, three years later you're looking at, uh, you know, taking a, a loan out on your home to pay for the domain names, mm-hmm. there's something wrong, you know. You you really need to rethink your, your plan. And... uh uh, that's that's the best advice I can tell anybody. You know, I was lucky. I caught myself what I was doing before it got too serious. 
and I was able to turn it around by by being disciplined. And I think that goes true with any business that you're in. Work hard and, uh, you know, work your plan. Well, great. Well, John, uh, uh, it was great speaking to you about your uh, your story, and um, uh, we wish you the best of luck, and I'm glad that, uh, that you're a Moniker customer and that you have uh, turned uh, what was a, a vision and a dream into reality, and it sounds like you're doing a great job, and it's never too it, late yeah. to get in the business. It's not. It's not. It's not too late. Well, thank you very much, and uh, have a great evening, and uh, I appreciate your time tonight. Take care, Mike. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks to my guest, uh, John Burden, um, uh, another successful domainer, and uh, some good points and topics that uh, he laid out for us as a fairly new newbie in the domain industry, and uh, hopefully uh, everybody got a little piece of um, some things they didn't think about before. I think the key walk-away uh, message here is that if you're really getting into it, and you're starting to accumulate a lot of domain names, get a business plan around what you're trying to do, set some definite goals and objectives, and then march to that and stay focused. Set your rules and don't cross your boundaries. Um, like you said, you know, when you hit your budget, stop, even though it's tempting, or step up on one big domain name. Don't be cheap and uh, get what you really need to accomplish your business. Don't be afraid. We're going to do a short commercial break and then get on with uh, John Grosshandler from Ecom Expo. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. destination for education and entertainment webmasterradio.fm because not everyone's last name is gates webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere google adsense how do i earn from thee let me count the ways google you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe. Or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. 
its ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello. Welcome back to Domain Masters. Uh, My next guest is John Grosshandler. Uh, He's the founder and event director for Ecom Expo, the virtual trade show for e-commerce marketers. He has overall responsibility uh, for this twice-a-year event. And before founding Ecom Expo, he had 20 years of sales and marketing experience with high-technology firms. John, welcome back to, te- uh, to uh, Domain Masters. Monty, thank you for having me. The last time we spoke, I was on my back, <laughs> flat on my ass with a bad back. I just blew out my back, and I still did my radio show. I think it was like four or five days before I did my show. And uh, we talked about the very first Ecom Expo, and that was back in March. Or the very yep. first one that we attended, I guess the last one that we attended. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, back in April. It was our third one, uh, but it was the first time we had Moniker as an exhibitor, and we're very happy to have you back as an exhibitor for our next event later this month. Yes, definitely, and uh, we're happy to be back. And uh, unfortunately, it's also competing with our uh, with the, the traffic conference, which we're holding a big domain auction and uh, and all that stuff. But we're going to split up our staff and handle all the opportunities and uh, and the great uh, sales and networking opportunities that uh, that are um, you know given to us from being at the event. So this is a pretty cool uh, um, uh, conference because it's virtual, and if anybody hasn't been to this uh, virtual conference, I um, invite you to go and encourage you to go to Ecom Expo. Tell us a little bit about um, how one goes about going to the show, what they, what, they, what they expect once they get there, and why they should attend. Well, that's, uh, that's a lot of questions, and I'll, I'll do my best at answering them. I would start by saying what Ecom Expo is, because uh, to this day people have really trouble, Monty, um, grasping it. I remember when we first started talking about it, it was sort of a typical conversation where we happened to be at a physical trade show when you and I met and started talking about it. And I think everyone has very sort of clear understandings of what a trade show is and that you need to do it in person. And in fact, we've been able to recreate at least some part of that experience online. So Ecom Expo, which we call the virtual trade show for e-commerce marketers, has all the things you would expect at a Webmaster World or a SCS or an ad tech in the sense that it's got exhibitors and attendees and presenters and that people go for the same reasons they go to San Jose or New York in terms of lead generation, networking, you know, having some fun, education. The difference, of course, is that it's completely online and virtual. It's completely free to attend. Uh, folks only need to go to www.ecomexpo uh, to register for free. Uh, and then the event, which is October 24th, uh, through 26th, basically the experience would be as an attendee, you'd go maybe, you know, for five minutes the first day or for five hours. We have it all over the board. And when you actually enter the show, uh, you would see over 300 exhibitors. You'd be able to go into their booths. You'd be able to chat with their booth personnel real time. 
You'd be able to see over 40 educational presentations by top presenters. You'd be able to try your hand at winning a prize. Um, and it, it's, it's really neat because if you imagine the coolest graphics you've ever seen on the Internet, that's what we've been able to harness in recreating a virtual trade show environment. So you actually feel um, that you're in a trade show. Yeah, definitely. And um, it is literally being kind of virtually moving through the show, like kind of like a online virtual game, uh, almost in like 3D, because you're like in your computer and you're moving around the booth and you see the booth and you kind of hear the audience and hear the stuff going on. And uh, it's pretty cool. And then you can chat with people using chat, uh, chat browsers and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat in the sense that the real-time communication, uh, whether it's with exhibitor staff or with other attendees or with presenters, um, uh, we had over 100,000 business cards, electronic business cards, exchanged at the last Ecom Expo. So I think there's a lot of pent-up desire by this community, including your audience, who would love to be able to interact with folks in a way more rich than uh, just email or reading newsletters or that once-every-six-month uh, phone call. And this is an opportunity from people's home or office from their PC to be able to easily find other folks at the show that maybe they already know or wanted to meet and interact with them either with chat or email or exchanging the electronic business card. You can Skype them. You can pick up the phone. Um, and we actually uh, give people extra points for doing those activities that help them win great prizes, including the one that you sponsored last show, which was a trip to the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So you mentioned something about the presentations. Um, I saw that you have over 40 presentations at this event. Who's presenting? Like, who's the top four or five presenters, and uh, what are they? What are the, presentation, the presentations like since you're visiting it virtually? Well, the, the growth of the show has been one of the most exciting things in the sense that we've gone from 1,600 attendees at our first event to more than 7,000 at our next. And I think the biggest reason has been the educational content. And as the show has gotten more and more successful, um, we've been able to attract better and better presenters. And so, for example, at the event happening later this month, we'll have uh, three keynotes. Um, one is by Google. They're making a product announcement around their uh, analytics product. Uh, another is uh, Steve Denton, who's the president of Linkshare, one of the leading affiliate marketing uh, networks. And then the third is a conversation between two really uh, interesting best-selling authors, Chris Anderson, who has a currently best-selling uh, book called The Long Tail. He is also the editor of Wired Magazine, and he's having a conversation uh, at Ecom Expo with John Battelle. John Battelle, as you know, best-selling author currently of a book called The Search, all about Google, and he just happens to be the founder of Wired Magazine. So we were able to bring these two folks that's uh, great. Together. I had John Battelle on uh, last year on my show, and matter of fact, he's scheduled to be back on Domain Masters, I think, in a month or so um, to, to talk about uh, what's been going on since then. He is the cat's meow, and I'm excited to say about the presentations that everyone will have interactive questions and answer sessions after the presentation, all streamed via Webmaster Radio. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, and what... Um, what uh, how have you gone? How have you gone about marketing the event uh, to everybody? Now I know I see you at trade shows all the time, um, so you're there <laughs> live on the floor. Are you doing anything else besides being at uh, you know the affiliate summit, the SES, Webmaster World, and all those? Yeah. So um, you know, there's different audiences that we market to. There's prospective exhibitors that we market to, and that's why you see me uh, at the physical events. Um, I sort of have this thing where I pray 
uh, I prey on the exhibitors. I, I sort of wait for the second day. I go up to them at the end of the day when their feet are most sore, and they're now sort you, of now questioning. You're away your secrets of preying on <laughs> yes, the exhibitors. Exactly. So. I'm, I'm open about my <laughs> tactics, and people are welcome to steal them and try to defend themselves, but it's impossible because I come the second day, they're tired, they're thinking about the 20 grand they spent to get there, um, and I talk about a, a different way to get in front of a larger audience for much less money or effort. And to be clear, it's not a uh, substitute for those great events, but it's a really nice compliment. And so that's been very effective in helping us go from 92 exhibitors at our first event to over 300 at our next event. Um, but I think your question was probably more about how do you get the attendees um, to the event? Because ultimately, if you don't get the attendees, uh, the exhibitors aren't going to want to be there. Um, and so we do all the things that you would expect a physical trade show to do in terms of direct mail and email marketing and website marketing and press releases and telemarketing and uh, full-page ads in, in hard copy magazines, display advertising. Um, but our secret sauce is that we go out to our 300 exhibitors and we give them a media kit that makes it easy for them to promote their participation in our event to their list of 10,000 people, whether that be you know affiliates or publishers or search marketer folks or members of their association. So we've got this whole viral word-of-mouth thing going. Right, right. And um, so, so that's good for the, for the exhibitor side. Now, if I'm uh, if I'm the, a customer going through the through the show, like what am I really going? Uh, what, what am I going to walk away with? Um, you know, as an end user or somebody that's going to visit the show to try to see what's going on and out there, and you know, what am I going to learn? Obviously, I'm going to get some value uh, co- valuable content from the online presentations, but um, what else am I going to experience as someone that's um, just attending the conference and going around seeing what the booth going on at the booths? Absolutely. Well, the the show is primarily aimed at attendees. So whether it's webmasters or domainers or search folks or affiliates, anybody who is at all involved with this industry, uh, the show is really geared towards them. So the education which you mentioned is all free. So stuff that you would normally pay a thousand dollars to see in person or hundreds of dollars to you know maybe view online mm-hmm. is all free so that's probably the biggest single thing the next would be i would say the networking so whether it's with uh, folks you already know or maybe met a while ago or brand new people who you might be able to do some business with or learn from uh, the networking is a real core component and then finally there's the trade show floor where again more than three hundred exhibitors whether it be uh... domainers like yourself or um, uh, affiliate networks or search, uh, you know, SEM or SEO firms, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The engines are all there. Google, MSN, Yahoo, Ask. Um, so this would be an opportunity for attendees, you know, from the comfort of their home or office in maybe a couple hours uh, on one of the three days of the show to be able to go into all those booths, sort of check out their offerings, see the cool graphical things they've done with their booth, perhaps most importantly be able to chat real time with representatives of that company. So I think often, you know, people might find it hard to have a real-time interaction with the head of LinkShare or an executive at Google or Yahoo. Here, they're staffing their booths ready to take your questions. Definitely. Now, do you envision this at one point taking over uh, what a traditional trade show is? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of folks, when they come to the event, they're like, this is really cool. I'm, I'm, you know, you guys are going to take over physical events and all the rest of it. Um, and, in fact, it's not that at all. We are a uh, complement uh, or a supplement, not a substitute. And the reason is, um, as big a fan of virtual events as I am, there's no substitute, Monty, for when I met you and I shook your hand and I looked you in the eye and we went to dinner 
and and I'll never ever be able to replace that. Um, uh, the deep nature of that type of interaction. Having said that, a virtual event's a really nice extension because although the interactions are not as deep, you actually typically have more of them. So I would think in your space, that being domains and webmasters, etc., it's really important to know a lot of people and to sort of keep those relationships alive, uh, not only having, you know, three people you talk with really deeply. So in that sense, uh, the event from a networking perspective has been an effective way uh, to extend the value of the ad techs, uh, SCSs. What's interesting is that we actually have a number of physical trade shows who are sponsors of ours. Um, so ad tech, Affiliate Summit, Internet Retailer, Direct Marketing Association, Shop.org, these guys all have large physical events, and they were certainly concerned that maybe we're, we were competitive, but when they actually sort of looked under the covers, they saw not only weren't we competitive, but we could help them, and as a result, they're sponsors of our show. That's great. That's great. So give me an idea or give the audience an idea what, when the next show is and how much it costs to attend. Absolutely. So the next event is October 24th through 26th. It's a Tuesday through Thursday, just a couple weeks away. Um, it's completely free to attend. Uh, people just need to go to www.ecomexpo and register for free. Uh, they'll get a reminder email right before the event. Um, the show is open 24 hours for those three days. So if folks have a day job and they want to look at it at night, etc., they can. We also have an educational archive we call Ecom Expo University, which is about 175 presentations from our previous events uh, that are archived and available for a small fee. So day or night, uh, during those three days and even afterwards, uh, people can check it out. That's great. That's great. Well, anything else you'd like to add or about, uh, about the show itself or... Um, anything that uh, that uh, we should be aware of? Uh, no, other than, again, I mean, to have Moniker back as an exhibitor and to have Webmaster Radio, such a very important sponsor of ours. They're going to give us almost three days of programming, streaming live all the interactive Q&A from the presentations. Uh, I'm just glad to know you guys. I appreciate the opportunity to spread the word on your great radio station. Well, thank you very much, and I'm sure the uh, the listening audience will uh, be interested in attending, especially since it's free. They can get a lot out of it out of the out of the show. And uh, as a repeat exhibitor, uh, we've uh, definitely found it uh, uh, worthwhile uh, being there, interacting with other exhibitors, and also with our customers. So it's a it's a great idea. It's a way for you to be at your office, at leisurely at your desk, or in your house, sitting in your underwear even, and go visiting a trade show and networking with everybody and doing business. Monty, thanks so much for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you, John, and I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you at the next, uh, the next uh, uh, convention also. Virtually, and uh, will you be at AdTech in New York, by the way? I am not going to be in AdTech. I was supposed to be at AdTech, but we're just getting done with this uh, live, huge domain auction at Traffic, and I'm going to be busy processing all the domain sales, but uh, I will be attending um, uh, Webmaster World and the Gaming Summit that's going on at the same time in Las Vegas. Uh, will you be at the Webmaster World? Well, I will uh, see you there, and so much great luck with your auction. I've been hearing a lot about it, and I wish you the best of luck with that. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Take care, John. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Okay, just uh, another reminder for folks, um, the uh, live domain auction is going to be broadcasted live from webmasterradio.fm on a special Domain Masters edition. Uh, we are also going to broadcast live uh, Domain Masters radio show on Wednesday of traffic, which is going to be the 25th, I think. 
Um, and uh, we'll have some exciting interviews and some things uh, to reveal about the conference. The conference is going to be huge. It's at the Diplomat Hotel, one of the top five hotels in the entire uh, entire country. is located in Hollywood, Florida, in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Uh, those that wanting to attend or get more information about the show um, or the auction, visit www.targetedtraffic.com or just email me, Monty at Moniker.com, M-O-N-T-E at Moniker.com or anybody at sales at Moniker.com. If you want to uh, submit names for the traffic auction, uh, our cutoff date will be next Wednesday, which is the 18th. And then we're going to start sorting through the tens of thousands of domain names, getting down to a final list. Uh, Names like auction.com, dsl.com, homerun.com, hmo.com, freesongs.com, all available for sale at this auction. And uh, it's just going to be a kick-ass event, and we're really fired up and excited and our asses off uh, getting the, the list ready and getting ready for the event. Uh, With that said, I want everybody to have a great week. We'll be on live next week with another great uh, Domain Master show. As a matter of fact, we will have Howard New and Rick Schwartz, the traffic targeted traffic uh, um, uh, forum and traffic east and west coordinators, and uh, the ones that have started this concept of uh, domainers getting together and networking. We'll have them live on the show next week, talk about the whole event, what's going to be different uh, about this event versus the other ones, talk about the upcoming uh, conferences that they're going to have, and uh, and then we'll uh, go from there. With that, I would like everybody to be the master of your domain, and I will see you next week live on Domain Masters. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.